All right, everybody, we're live. Segment two. Uh, we're still watching the Texans and the Bills. Jules was insistent that I put on the, uh, the pod back well, on. Well, it's because, number one, it's supposed to be reality radio. So we, yeah. only, we only break it up for, you know, people's listening pleasure. Sure. Make sure that we have some, some structure. But we keep going with the free-flowing reality kind of thing. Well, we, well, our conversation never ends regarding sports. And while we were off pod. We got the low argument. Local spirited debate about yeah. what the Bears were going to do because that's always the topic. A conversation here. Yeah. Uh, Jules thinks there's no open competition for the quarterback position next year. Mitch Trubisky has Because I actually game. read. Like, I read the news. And I read what? Read and I fake listen. news. Listen, well, I read it. What do you got? Do you got? believe in the Chicago Tribune? Well, well, what's Is that a reputable newspaper? Well, news the, outlet? We'll see what it says. Bears are all in with Mitch Trubisky. So, until they admit there's a problem, there will be no solution. And that's because the GM came out and said that there's no competition like you want to make out. That they were all in on Mitch Trubisky and he was a starter for next year and there was unchallenged and all these things. They said that. Because you're, you're reading it literally. The truth is they're, 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 trying, to, they're trying to support him as an organization. Uh-huh. But there will be an open competition for the starting quarterback of the Chicago Bears next year. Okay. We will draft someone. You know more than the GM? No, I know, and the coach? I know more than the bullshit that the GM feeds morons like you. Oh, wow. wow. Shut Todd, Todd aggressive. Shooting the messenger. I mean, you should – this, this is light for for the vitriol that Todd spit at me while we were off pod. Uh, he's so upset about this. Tools. Me I, reading. There is no fucking planet in which we would just give the starting quarterback job to Mitch Trubisky. He may get it. Right. I wouldn't be surprised. Right. But uh, we will bring in somebody else. Like Tyrod Taylor? Hopefully. Yeah, Todd believes that the Bears can win a Super Bowl with Tyrod Taylor. That's right. And I said that Tyrod Taylor can not only not win a Super Bowl, he can't win a starting quarterback job. Do you think he's better than Mitch Trubisky? I don't know. I, uh, I think. Are he, you blind? Well, I don't watch as much Bears football as you, mm. thankfully, for me. Well, Trubisky's really good. Well, I, I, I've heard your yeah. issues. He's excellent. With the troops. He's been outstanding this year. And I'm not saying that Tyrod Taylor's better or worse than Mitch Trubisky. All I'm okay. saying is All right. he hasn't started in about two years. Maybe and the Eagles should trade for Trubisky. I think we got a quarterback. He's, yeah. he's playing tomorrow. Not. By the way, what do you think about the game tomorrow? Uh, I think... New Orleans should win. So we got New Orleans and Minnesota with the game in New Orleans in the early game. That's New Orleans minus eight, which just sounds like a lot. That is a big spread. And I tell you, if I were betting, which I don't do. Yeah. Because uh, of the Lord. Sure. Not really. But I, I wouldn't, lost I wouldn't be like surprised. I, I, I mean, I may be surprised, but I wouldn't be shocked if Minnesota wins that game. Uh, mm, shocked? In no. New Orleans, I wouldn't be shocked, but here's the thing. New Orleans was playing really well at the end of the season, too. But so I'd be pretty surprised. A ton of points, I don't feel like they were. Yeah, they were. Drew Brees was putting up a ton of points. I, uh, I mean, at the end of the day, you go Drew Brees, Drew Brees over uh, Kirk, Cousins, Kirk Cousins, for sure. And the game's at home. You probably go Alvin Kamara yeah, but over Dalvin Cook. It, it, it is at home, compromise. but you're playing another, another dome team. It's the noise. It's not the... Don't. It's not the obviously the, the elements are not an issue, Todd. Well, they might be if they were hosting uh, the what? Bears or something. 
No, then the elements are not an issue. Well, but some teams, some teams are more. Some teams have an advantage if you're playing outdoors. I guess if you're a fast, yeah. I guess if you're a faster and more defensive minded team, maybe. Thank you. Maybe. Anyway, maybe. Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. Anyway, um, so we got we got Minnesota at New Orleans. New Orleans minus. What's your honest assessment of the Eagles? Well, you already said all this. What's your honest assessment of the Eagles and the uh, Seahawks? The Eagles and the Seahawks. Games in Philly. That game opened up. At Eagles minus one. That's and right. I believe right now it's Eagles plus one and a half. Ooh. So you're uh, saying so you're saying the betting public is betting against Eagles. They are. I hear me now. We'll take the Eagles. Look at that, Todd. The uh, Good for you. The, fly Eagles fly. The Seahawks fly Eagles fly. The Seahawks are injured. The Eagles. Everybody's counting them out. Yep. The Eagles get to play. Legitimately, they get to play. But nobody believes in this card. Well, and here's the funny and thing. I was talking about how San Francisco's team would be backing into the playoffs, and really, it seems like Seattle was the team that was backing into the playoffs even more. I mean, I think they won. They lost two out of their last three games. Uh, they certainly lost, and, and don't get me wrong, close games, which is all that they play. And who did they, the Seahawks lost the last game of the San season Francisco. to San Francisco, right? So, and here's the thing, they might have ended up with a bye had they won that game. Right. I think San Francisco is, who would you say, is anyway, I like. The, oh, hey, we'll, we'll, we'll try to stick to one topic. I like the Eagles tomorrow. How are you feeling about the game? Obviously, I'm not going to ask you to make a prediction. How are you feeling about the game? Uh, as, a, as a hardcore Eagles fan. Yeah, I. Stuff to say, isn't it? Yeah, I'd say that the Eagles, the Eagles basically kind of crawl their way in the playoffs, and they've got an inferior team on play on, on paper, but they're hot. You know, they've won four games in a row. Carson Wentz seems like he's playing his best football at the most important time. You know, um, I he, think they're getting Lane Johnson back, who is the right tackle. Okay. He's extremely important to their line. I think Zach Ertz, who has a broken rib, is going to play well. Hopkins with a catch. Big pass to Deshaun, uh, excuse me, uh, Sean Hopkins. Deshaun Hopkins for, uh, for Houston. Deshaun and, Hopkins? What's that? Deshaun Hopkins? Deshaun Watson. Deshaun Watson. And DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins. There you go, Todd. Confuse your first name. So, and we got uh, Houston down 16-11 in the Bills, but surging. I mean, mm -hmm. they're now at the 30-yard 30, uh, 30 line going in. Bills have not scored in the second half. Yeah, in the top, fourth quarter. Time to win the league. So, anyway. Starting 2020. You might get Lane Johnson back. I think so. Yeah. I think we get Zach Ertz, who had a broken rib back. That's good. Uh, so, and, and we're at home. So I like I like all those things. Uh, Russell Wilson is game. so scary in the postseason. Yeah, I, and that's and that's the he's thing. such a cool cucumber, dude. And you know, cool you, cucumber, like that. He is. he is. I think it's I think it's accurate. It's very cute too. It is cute. Yeah. Right. So I, I agree. I agree that I would want with a cool customer. But you, you know, but I mean, you're cute. Uh, Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I would agree that it's going to come down to the quarterbacks, and yeah. you can make plays. And I mean, that's playoff football. There's somebody gave an amazing stat that I heard on the radio, where it's first-time QBs winning percentage in the playoffs is something like 300, maybe. Wait, say it again. What is it? First-time quarterbacks. Oh, in the first playoffs, time quarterbacks. Their winning percentage has got to be like 300. But that's not the. Not out here, right? Because nobody's Carson Wentz no, has played in the playoffs, hasn't he? he? No, he's not. He's actually. never played in the playoffs. No, Nick Foles obviously okay. always came in. Well, he came in last gotcha. year when he played, and then obviously led us to a Super. 
So it would be his first playoff appearance. Obviously, Russell Wilson's going to the Super Bowl. Right. Uh, and won a Super Bowl. Won a Super Bowl. And gone to another one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you would think they might have a slight advantage. I mean, on paper, they're the better team. Well, there's no way. They are, they are injured, though. Yeah, they've got injuries. You know, all over I don't the know if any of the running backs come back or they're just bringing out the sh- uh, uh, Marshawn Lynch. Lynch again. Skittles, baby. You know? Yeah, he's back. They got him and then they signed Robert Turbin, I want to say. So, yeah, no, neither one of the running backs are coming back. They're compromised. It's going to be probably an ugly, low-scoring game. Yeah. I wonder what the over is. I would imagine that it's like Take 42. 42, huh? Yeah. Uh, I will tell you right now. Soon as I log on to betonline.ag, which is a new sponsor. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Wow. Is that also your betting site? Your wagering site of choice? Yes, and they're a sponsor, and we want to thank them. Uh, 45. 45? 45. All right. What do you think the over-under is in the Minnesota-New Orleans game? 52? 49 and a half. Wow. Kind of like that over. Yeah, I like that over quite a bit. I like that over. Yeah, I like that over quite a bit. It is it is Philadelphia minus one, by the way. I was wrong. I know it jumped to Seattle minus one, but it's back to Fia- uh, uh, Philly minus This one. really is a pick Right, Both oh, yeah. teams a little bit sure. compromised. Sure. Game in Philly. Uh, quarterbacks for wild cards and can win you a game. And honestly, Carson Wentz kind of salvaged uh, his reputation, not his career. That would be going too far. Well, in the middle of the season, it was not good. No. Things people, were not going well. People were talking about why they made the move away from Nick Foles, yep. Carson Wentz, why they signed him to a huge deal. Taxes oh, wow. are down to the one. Yeah, they are. Moving. And this, by the way, this clock is ticking. Yeah. So we're already at 545 left in the game. 16-11 Buffalo. And there's not a lot of incomplete passes. So this Sean Watson stops. Sean Watson has basically put the Houston Texans on his back and carried him. He has. And the what they're they're literally at the one, right? First and goal from the yeah, one. Absolutely. So uh they should get in here. But well, they, and the thing about it is Buffalo is completely stalled. They haven't scored since the first half. No, no, no. They scored that one field goal. Buffalo? It was, yeah, because it was Oh, you're right, nothing, correct. They got a field goal. Yeah. And then they got that field goal. They gotta run it here, right? Yeah, maybe it was Deshaun Watson. Oh, he did Oh, he pulled the pitch! Oh, he's coming to the bounce! So Carlos Hyde fumbled the pitch from Deshaun Watson. He's lucky that ball took a nice bounce. Yeah. He was able to regain possession right before he ran out of bounds. And this dude, this Houston uh, Texans fan, had some smooth-ass goal fronts. Did he have a clear route to the – it looked like he was getting in, right? Did you see those goal fronts on that, on that Houston Texans fan? No. Oh, those things were clean. Really? He had he had a – yeah, the grill. The gold grill. Yeah, gold grill. grill. Only in Houston. Houston is. Have you ever been to Houston? No. Oh, no, no, dirty no. south. Talk about the dirty, dirty. The only place I've ever been to Texas really is uh, Austin for your bachelor. Oh, party. is that right? Uh-huh. Oh, I've been to uh, Dallas. I've been to Seattle. I've been to all those big cities. Connor is Hyde walking into the end zone, and Todd is winning our bet right now. Eight to twelve. We're going to go for two. Yeah, they will go for two, right? They will absolutely go for two. Go up by field goal. So 17-16 right now. We would expect the Texans to go for two to put them up uh, 19-16. And we'll see what happens because that's a big turn of events. Obviously, if the Buffalo Bills can win with a field goal, it puts them much, much easier. To I get. need them to get this for my actual bet, not the one we have. For my actual bet where I'm giving two and a half. Oh, is that right? Look at that. Yeah. It's amazing how close Vegas is, it right? Is, it is amazing. Yeah. Uh, it just doesn't matter. Or, 
they're rarely outside of three or four points. Uh, I yeah. All right, so we're waiting for them to go for two here. It's a big play. They got it. Yeah. They got it to Hopkins. So as of this was, I heard this year, this last year, this stat. Oh, the percentage of bets where the spread makes the difference. Okay. What do you think it is? Where the spread matters, which which means the what percentage of bets did the team that won the game not win the bet? Not cover, you're saying? Yes. Team wins and they don't cover. And vice versa is the same number, right? The team uh, loses, but they do cover. Where the spread doesn't matter. Uh, I would say 60%. It's like 13%. Is that right? So like, or, or 17, I believe. So so like 83% of the time, if you can pick the winner of the game, you'll right. win the bet. Oh, interesting. 83% of the time. Okay. At least as of last season. That makes sense, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not as easy to do as to just pick the winner. I mean, people, there are for some games, those are the 17 But you're saying if you pick the winner, then you're going to win the bet. 83% of the time, yes. Okay. But I think it's – well, yeah, it's interesting. Like whether it's easier – because I think the myth is that it's easier to bet against the spread because you're getting some sort of advantage, right? Like yeah. you're getting points. Yes. And what you're saying is there isn't as big of an advantage as you would think. Well, most spreads are only three or four points, you sure. know what I mean? So, sure, there's not that big of an advantage. I mean, there's not that big of a spread. Sure. You know, for the games – for games with a 10-point-plus spread, I imagine the winning team – yeah, no, that would be the yeah, right. Thing. It, it'll change. You and know? what number? Yeah, does that, does, does the, that does drastically the, change? Right. Does the does the loser of the game still cover? Right. You know, and obviously, but most again, most spreads are, are less than four points. So you know, the league that has been the quickest to embrace betting and leads to another topic is the NBA. Well, I feel like football has been the biggest to embrace betting. What are you kidding me? No, the NBA is like leading the charge in terms of. Basically, just getting in bed with gambling and... I just don't know that many people that bet on the NBA. Yeah, I don't know if it's as many people, but they've definitely... Uh, it's who's the commissioner now, which was which is my next point. It's Silver is the commissioner now, and he was like the first one to explore... Rest in well, peace, David Stern, by the way. That's exactly what that was my next point. Mm. Uh, and, that, and that's exactly it. It's basically, I think Silver has like had commissions for the last five or ten years as to how the NBA is going to make money and revenue off of betting. Like, he's the first. And yeah. the NFL was really reticent to do it until, obviously, Congress passed laws and it essentially made it legal. Yeah. So, rest in peace, David Serkis is correct. I mean, yeah. if you're talking about maybe the greatest commissioner of our generation, it's probably Well, he was there during the, during the greatest transition in right. modern sports history. Right. You know? Uh, NBA did not have the popularity of the NFL in the 80s. Not even close. And by the end of the 80s, right. it was as popular. Yeah, and a lot of that had to do with Michael Jordan. A lot, well, a lot of that and had Magic with, Johnson and A lot of it had to do with cable also. Yeah, you got, People weren't watching games. You got that, but here's the other thing about the NBA and why I think they're innovative and, and why, again, they were leading the charge of betting, but I feel like they're always kind of ahead of the curve. They are. Is now the NFL is trying to catch up with respect to marketing their product internationally. And the NBA has been doing that for so long that you have international look at Singletary taking a long run down a the sideline. 35 yard, 40 yard game. He's down to the ball to 
the Houston 35-yard line, and they're probably in field goal range already. Close to. Yep. Yep. Uh, no, the, NBA, the NBA has been ahead of the curve for a long time. Another thing they did was all the other leagues, and by all the other leagues, right. MLB, NFL, and hockey, uh, banned their their highlights being broadcast on YouTube. Gotcha. And the NBA said absolutely not. It's only going to grow. It's it turned out to be a great idea. You thousand know? percent. Yeah, they've been ahead of the curve for a while. But um, but the, the betting thing will be interesting. Well, I, I think betting's here and it's not going. God, Singletary just keeps gaining yards. He's great, man. He's a great little running back. He's got a little bit of attitude, too. Won't go down with him talking shit. Yep. Uh, he's, he's a great little pick. And they are down to the 31-ish, so they're in field goal range. Yeah. I Getting mean, that two-point conversion was huge for Tennessee. Absolutely. Houston. Houston, absolutely. But I think, you know, you might see the Buffalo Bills going for a touchdown and Jules win the bet of the week. That's what, I, that's, that's what I'm looking at. Now, speaking of the NBA, so I haven't done it in a long time. But if we're talking about the cowardly, cowardly lion, yeah. we had an NBA rap who flopped like Body Diva. And if you don't remember Body Diva, hey, my favorite player of the Sacramento Kings and the Los Angeles Lakers. That's right. Used to blow kisses to the crowd. He was the best. Smoke heaters on the bench. He was the best. What men were men. Oh, I love Vlade Vilash. Yeah. He's not the GM of the Kings. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I not done well. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Not, not that that's hell. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so we have a ref yesterday who gets bumped by Isaiah Thomas, goes back into the stands like he's been assaulted, and then kicks Isaiah Thomas out of the game for basically tapping him on the chest. It wasn't even bumped. It was a situation where Isaiah Thomas and another guy were kind of wrestling for a ball and, and sort of tripping over themselves. Right. And the ref was out there. The ref blew the whistle. Isaiah Thomas literally reached out and grabbed the ref's shirt out of out of a sense of balance. Yeah. You know what I mean? There was yeah. no force pushing well, Here's back. the thing. He definitely kind of gave him a chuck. But here's what I think in defense of Isaiah Thomas. He's basically when you're in the basketball court. And somebody calls, somebody comes in contact with you, and you just kind of like, like you said, you're getting your balance, but you got to just push them off. It's just natural instinct. And he didn't shove them hard. He just gave him like a little love tap, and this guy flopped, and then tossed him 90 seconds into the game. 90 seconds into the game. And Isaiah Thomas is looking at all the other refs like, what happened? Like, what are you doing? It was wild. And. Oh, wow. Challenge just chucking the ball up. Out of that. Again, the thing I go back to is the fan experience. Sure. You know what I mean? This guy gets tossed 90 seconds in the league because – and I, to be honest, I didn't see much of a shove off. Yeah, I it, it, it was – It was what? It was minimal. Right. You, you know what I mean? If anything, it was like a natural reflexive body movement. Winston hits me harder every day. Absolutely. And uh, anyway, uh, they threw him out of the game. Boy, and here's the thing. The Wizards need all the help that they can get. Did you see, and this is on the top of the NBA, but somewhat random, did you see Jared Culver's dunk over Robin Lopez? No. Oh, my gosh. No, I didn't see it. For, for anybody who's listening, and for you, Todd. Yeah, for me. You should Google Jared Culver. He's this kid out of, I want to say it's like Texas Tech or something like that. Rookie. He dunked on Robin Lopez, one of the one of the greatest posterizations I ever saw, and then started talking shit. And Robin Lopez was having none of it, freaked out, tried to get at him. When I when I when I googled Jared Culver dunk, the first one is on James Harden. Really? Yeah. Maybe he's been getting a lot. Of You're people. saying Robin Lopez? Incredible dunk on Robin Lopez. Speaking of dunking, I oh, Jared Culver out of Texas A&M. 
Texas Tech. Texas Tech, you're right. Yeah. I remember him from the tournament. Yeah. I remember him being a high high draft pick. I know? think he won went he went like five He's like or a six. six foot five point guard or something. He's a big dude. He's like his two guard. Okay. Uh and he's playing for the Minnesota Timberwolves and just I mean embarrassed Robin Lopez. Yeah. It was, it was a great talk. And great shit talk too. That's the greatest thing about the NBA. Is it's so up close and personal when you dunk on somebody like LeBron James is famous for it and just giving them the look of disdain. It's the best part. I just watched it. Did you? It's a great dunk. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Although the NBA's numbers are down, down, down. You were saying that, but football's still going. I'm, I'm interested. No, to see they're what they down look year like. after year. So the the Lakers Clippers game right. on, on uh, New Year's or Christmas, Christmas Day, Day, yeah, which was a good game. Yeah, it came down to the end. Sure, it was down fourteen percent from the from the Christmas Day game last. Is year. that right? Yeah. The, listen, the problem is, I, I I mean, obviously everybody's throwing the theories out, but I think the obvious one that I think a lot of people are talking about is the load management. Not, it, it just it symbolizes. But, so. but here, not for TV. Here's what it is. It symbolizes. The fact that the regular season just doesn't count. I think, that, I think, okay. is the biggest draw there. I think the they fact just have the, too many games. The regular, well, that's part of it. The regular season counts in oh, football okay. yeah. and, and in college football right. because there's fewer games. Well, but I think they have too – when I say too many games, I don't mean in the schedule. Sorry. It should be more clear. I mean they have too many games on TV with bad teams. I don't want to see. I don't want to see New Orleans. Fair, then, but I thought that they were going to have Zion Williamson, who they think is coming back yeah, this, uh, week this or month. Something. You know, and, but New Orleans has been on TV. But, I, but, I've seen them at least five or six times. And I have no desire right. to see them. But let me just say, having too many bad games on TV, right, is is a symptom of too many games. No, I think it's a symptom of having too many bad teams. But the. The bad games I don't think would matter as much if games really mattered. Yeah, I don't think so. I mean, you'd still be watching bad teams, and those and those games wouldn't matter. You just like New Orleans ain't making the playoffs, so that game doesn't matter. And I don't care if you have less games. Yeah, I I, I I get what you're saying, but depending on who they're playing, they've got Golden State, who's been on TV a lot, but they need their unrecognized. Wow, Josh Allen just oh no, and that's illegal touching. So Josh Allen just took a sack at around the 40-yard line, which would have kicked them out of field goal range. And threw the ball while being sacked, and an offensive lineman touched it. And you're That's telling me he ain't allowed to touch that? Legal touching, for sure. Because he's not eligible? Exactly. He can't even touch it? No. So what if he would have just let the ball drop? Uh, it would have been interesting to see whether that would have been intentional grounding. But, but only if nobody was around, right? Then you go into intentional grounding That's exactly rules, right. which is a 15-yard Rule. Loss of them. So that offensive lineman really fucked up. Yeah. Although he, he might have been thinking he needs to knock it down so it doesn't get picked. He can't look around and see who's, you know, he didn't have time to. And here's the thing. I think it would have been intentional grounding. I don't think it would have mattered ultimately. But, yeah, at least you let it play out and you give yourself a shot. But Houston looks like, I mean, we're at 155. Oh, they call both of them. Well, and, and by the way, Todd, did I call that or did I call that? Well, I didn't know they could call both of those. So I would almost think that the illegal touching would negate the, the, the yeah, illegal touching. Yeah, I guess I'm wrong. Uh, so now they're they're where? They're like at the – they got a punt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They can't, they can't kick the field goal. That's the season for that. 
Ah, uh, potentially. There's a minute 55 They left. got three timeouts. They got to go for it. Excuse me, punt. I said punt. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Should... They're down by three. No, it's no, going to no. be fourth down. I think they should punt. They got three timeouts. They get, they pin them back. Well, they pin them right at the one, and hopefully you get the exchange. Like, they absolutely should punt the ball. I don't know if it's third down or fourth down. By the way, they left the flag yeah, on the flag. Yeah, 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 the right. There's another one up there, though. They're calling something here. I don't think they're calling anything. These refs are just incompetent. Well, yeah. the fucking flag and put it away, dude. This isn't fucking flag football. Well, these are the same refs who awarded a touchdown when a guy just down the ball in the end zone. It's fourth and twenty-three, and they are going for they're it. They're idiots. They need to punt this ball. Maybe they'll do. Maybe they'll yeah, try to draw do the offside or something. Or maybe they'll do the pooch punt with the quarterback. You think Allen's gonna punt it? Sometimes they do that. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I I don't I don't totally disagree. I can't believe that they're going for it. For, well, they're going to try to get in field goal range, and they're probably only ten yards away from that. But it's fourth down. I know if they don't get it, then yeah. Well, they can't get ten yards. It's going to be a turnover on down. Oh, you're right about that. Yeah, it's fourth down. What am I talking about? This makes no sense. Unless, get, unless they're just going to try to draw them offside. Five yards does nothing either. We're both idiots. Five yards. What's five they, yards going to do? They just got called for a delay of game. It's now 4th and 27. So they're going to kick it. I don't know, ladies and gentlemen. We're all waiting, and I know you listen. Well, John Watson has no idea either. Ten second run. Is there a ten second run? I don't know. Under two minutes, offensive penalty? I don't really know. And they didn't want to take the time out, I guess. Oh, intentional grounding under two minutes, maybe. So we're at 145, fourth and 27 from the Houston Texans, like 40, 42, 43. I don't understand how they don't kick this ball, how they don't pump this ball. They're willing to give a it to him. Hook and lateral with three timeouts? Hook and McFarland, what are you talking about? And they snapped it, they're going for it. This is insane. Oh my God! And he just got sacked at like the. Bills, 40-yard line. Did he lose 20 yards? Yeah, something like that. He got sacked for a loss of 18, 19, 20 yards. This is terrible coaching. It's, it's terrible coaching. You got three timeouts. You, you, you can literally let 10 seconds run off the clock. 10, 15 seconds. They're going to they're gonna run the ball. Like, so you stack. You're, you're the Buffalo Bills with a defense like that. You stack the, the Texans are now going to take over at their own 36. And They're in field and goal range. Yeah, to put the game out of range. It's unconscionable how bad this playoff coaching is. And Houston, who we talk shit about the whole time, is going to end up winning a backdoor in their way into a playoff win. By default. Can you see? I mean, I guess with Deshaun Watson, you never know. Well, you never know if they play, you know, they play uh, New England. I mean, you know, who knows? You, you never know, you never know, right? Yep. With Deshaun Watson, he can win you a game. J.J. Watt kind of took over in the second half as well. Unbelievable, dude. Unbelievable. Just unbelievably, unbelievable. Unbelievably bad coaching. Well, it really I don't is. disagree. There's no way that they can make that decision. And he's going to get grilled All right, after the game. He deserves to be grilled after the game. Well, and it's... It's also the only thing Allen can't do is is take a fucking sack. Well, he took sack. two terrible sacks, basically. Two terrible sacks. Yeah, I mean, he lost. Is this his first playoff game? I think it might oh, be. Oh, absolutely. Right, and there you go. And not Deshaun Watson's. So, that statistic that we were talking about earlier where you had first-time quarterbacks 
winning 30% of playoff well, games. Well, but Deshaun Watson's also a much better quarterback than, than, than Josh Allen and a much smarter quarterback than Lackens. I guess so. Deshaun Watson's like a fucking veteran. I don't care if it's his third year. God, do you understand the point that I'm making? It's basically, it's basically that first-time quarterbacks are inexperienced and they make yeah. mistakes. Fair enough. And that's exactly what Josh Allen just did to cost them the game. Fair enough. Thank you, Todd. I apologize. You should. You should always apologize. She's <laughs> a standard operating procedure on top. And you're going to win our bet, though. I know I am. I'm going to win Todd, my bet. Well, Todd, honestly, you should just donate one of the three cases that you got uh, today to, to my cause. First of all, they were having a sale. Yeah. And I don't like your snark, and I'm not going to donate anything. I'm going to, I'm going to drink it. I, uh, don't I know it, Todd? Drink myself stupid. Todd told me about five days. Five days is what it lasted. Look at the look at the stat here. Under Bill O'Brien, the Texans are zero and twenty-two when trailing by sixteen plus points. There you go. And they're going to win today. One and one and twenty-two. <laughs> oh, what a weird win! All right, I think I'm going to call it. I mean, is, we still haven't gotten to the uh, prediction before the before the year. Maybe we'll get there. Well, how much time are we? We're thirty. We're 30 minutes. Yeah. You always want to call it at 30. Why don't we get to the AFC? Well, no, that's long. No, it's a long segment, like I guess. Yeah, we might not even do it today, to be honest. Is that right? Let's well, talk. It's possible we don't even get to it today. Wow, Todd bitching out. He doesn't want to go back. He doesn't want to revisit this. No, no, no. It's not Todd's the shame in his eyes right now. If you guys can see this. I've already counted. Anyway. Yeah? Have you? Yeah. How'd you do? I beat you. You did not. I did. You did not. I'm fairly certain I did. I'm fairly certain you did not. I did. I got 14 right and you got 13 right. Yeah. Listen, your Cincinnati Bengals prediction I lost should, that count, one. should count as two. I lost that one. 13 of 14. Wait, we'll go 14, through. 13, eh? We'll go through. Yeah, we'll like, through. I, I want to check your math. Right. Dude, you're, you're using that first grade math, I think. All right. I'm going to put a cap on it. Uh -huh. And uh, we'll talk soon.